Welcome to the SSPX podcast, delivering sermons, lectures, and the spoken word from across the English-speaking world. In this episode, we are speaking with the U.S. District Superior for the Society of St. Pius X, Father Jürgen Wegner. We're also speaking with the Communications Director of the U.S. District, Mr. James Vogel, to recap the Angeles Press Conference for Catholic Tradition, which happened this past weekend in Kansas City. We'll be discussing the topic for the conference, why it was that the Angeles Press Conference talked about the family for the second time in 10 years. It's the only time that a topic has been revisited by the Angeles Press Conference. We'll also be discussing some of the speakers, feedback that was received from conference attendees, and what the plans are for next year. And if you subscribe to the SSPX podcast using any of your podcast app or program, you should be able to see coming up next in your feed some full conference audio, one of the talks given by Father Sean Kilcally, coming up next on the SSPX podcast as well. Simply go to sspxpodcast.com to subscribe, and this will be the next episode in your podcast feed. With that said, we'll turn to Father Wegner and Mr. Vogel. Well, we are talking with Father Jürgen Wegner, the District Superior of the Society of St. Pius X for the U.S. District, and also the Communications Director of the SSPX in the U.S. District, Mr. James Vogel. Very happy to have both of you on following the Angelus Press Conference. How are you today? Thank you. Very well, Andrew. Likewise. Thanks, Andrew. You bet. Very happy to have you. And wanted to recap a little bit of the, the conference, the Angelus Press Conference, which just happened uh, this past weekend, we're recording this actually here on a Monday afternoon. And the conferences are always fascinating. There's always so many topics that could be discussed. Uh, there was a little bit of a controversy with this past conference this past weekend. So I wanted to chat with both of you a little bit about that and how the speakers are invited and how that whole process goes. So if we could just dive right in, there was a priest who gave a talk, Father Kilcali. Uh, he was invited to the conference. Um, he's a diocesan priest. Um, not a priest of the Society of St. Pius X. Uh, could you help me understand a little bit why the why he was invited? Uh, it seems like a conference for Catholic tradition um, should be more about traditional priests. Uh, could you explain why we went this direction this year? Good, James. If you allow, I will uh, chime in first. Please. Good. In the, in the whole process of uh, putting together the conference, first we decide on the topic. Yeah, we line up the different speakers and uh, line up the different topics for the conference. And the purpose is to uh, really to help our faithful and to treat uh, different areas which we think they have to, to learn, they have to know, and they have to be helped. And so uh, this year we had a wide range of talks which came from theology to psychology over uh, history, and also some very practical, practical talks. We wanted to give uh, the families what is what is needed for their for their daily life as, as good traditional Catholics. And one of the topics we thought we had to treat uh, one is uh, that is very actual and very uh, pressing in our hypersexual uh, society was the topic of pornography. This is definitely not a topic that is uh, part of dogmatic theology. It's much more uh, something that uh, we would uh, place in moral theology. And it's true if we would have wanted to approach this topic from uh, a more the angle of principles. Uh, if we uh, would have simply wanted to give a spiritual answer to the problem of pornography, yeah, one of our priests could and would have answered. Here, however, uh, 
we wanted to provide concrete help and direction and have somebody talk who knows from study the extent of this problem of pornography. Somebody who could tell us about the, the social aspects that are connected to it. How and when does somebody get into pornography? How does it uh, affect a person? Or once addicted, what will be the chance and the way for somebody to get out of this addiction? Or questions like how much does it affect the family and what does it do the body and the brain? And in which does, uh, way does it affect the behavior? And there you see this, uh, this topic is much more of the terrain of sociology or psychology. And the person we were looking for happened to be uh, an expert, somebody who is outside of tradition and somebody who is a priest in the diocese of Lincoln, Nebraska. There's no wish to betray the message of the archbishop. It was simply what is the best person to address this topic from the aspect of sociology and psychology. And, and so, Jim, maybe I can follow up with you on, on this next part a little bit. It's like Father said, it's, it's not so much that we wanted to reach out to uh, Father Kilkali because he was a diocesan priest, but it's more because uh, we wanted to reach out to him because of his expertise in a certain subject matter. Could you explain a little bit for the, for the listeners, how, how do you go about vetting a, a person or a speaker or vetting the topic that they will be talking about it? Do you say, Father so-and-so, I'd like you to come in and talk, and then they just give the talk, or do you review what they say? How does that process go, Jim? It's, it's a good question, and broadly speaking, I would maybe explain how we design the conferences every year. So once Father Wegner and uh, his fellow priests decide on a general theme, we try to narrow down the particular talks that could be addressed uh, in a given year. And then once we have a list of topics, we try to find the best speaker uh, to deliver that message. And obviously, we you can see from the past 10 years, we, we try to find our own priests. We try to find the teachers in our schools. But often we have speakers. Uh, in the past, it's been laymen. This was the first time we've had a priest from outside of our circles. Um, but to Father's point, uh, we were looking in this case for someone who had an expertise that, that we don't have right now. Uh, you know, if we had a society priest who had this kind of uh, expertise, we would have used him instead. But in this case, Father Kilkali was able to give a traditional Catholic message uh, that we wanted, that we asked him to give. Um, and to your other, to the other part of your question, we work with all of our speakers on um, on reviewing their talks, helping them with their talks, uh, primarily for us to make sure that nobody duplicates information, but also to to make sure there's a certain unity among the conferences, and so. For instance, if there was something uh, that that some of our people were worried about might be said by a speaker, they they don't have uh, they don't have free reign. It's not a kind of scientific or academic uh, conference where every speaker can just say whatever he wants. We we work with all of them to make sure there's a there's a unity and a consistency in our in our conferences. So maybe that helps give some perspective. Sure, that makes sense. Father Wegner, I was speaking a few months ago with Father Robinson on the, this SSPX podcast. We were talking about mental health issues and so forth. And, and he said, you know, there are some things that 
a priest may or may not be equipped to handle, especially when it comes to mental health issues, those kinds of things. And he, and he said, sometimes the priests need to look outside of our fellow priests uh, and reach out to mental health professionals or psychiatrists. Definitely try and find some who are still Catholic and, and definitely traditional Catholic. But the priests of the society, you know, we are in a sense still a missionary order. And so he said, we just don't have those resources. And is that kind of what you were you were facing when you wanted to tackle this this issue this this issue of pornography and it, how important it is again we we may not in the society have those sorts of resources readily available to handle uh, such an issue that goes from sociology to doctrine and so forth i would say the the problem goes much further and we have to be very clear a priest he uh, enters the seminary and the purpose of his semi seminary studies is to learn the faith and to uh, be specialized in directing souls towards God. But in our priestly life, there are, there are a wide range of activities where the priest is not specially trained for. We are not trained to do accounting, we are not trained to build churches, and we are not trained to deal with, uh, with depression or other uh, mental issues. And here's the, here it's the same thing. We, we learned about the moral principles that guide uh, everything that is related to the Sixth Commandment. But we are not specially formed to know about the psychological aspects and effects of a behavior that is sinful. And that was the reason why we wanted to have uh, Father Kilcorley help us and, uh, and give us his expertise. Certainly. Now, to Jim's point earlier, you know, the talk and, and Father Kilkali's talk was was definitely looked over and, and vetted, I guess you could say. There was a little bit of controversy. Apparently, Father had made a statement earlier regarding temptations towards uh, impurity, towards pornography, where he said he gave a suggestion, Jesus, I, I want to look at pornography right now, or I'm having an impure thought right now. You're welcome into my imagination you're welcome to watch these thoughts with me. That was something he had said earlier, and that was that was something that caused a, a bit of controversy and a bit of a firestorm uh, before the conference. Is that something that, and I know, Father, it's, it's unfair to ask, well, do you agree with everything that he has said in the past? But, you know, this was something that was, that was concerning to the faithful who read it just off w without context. Do you look backwards in, into what the speakers have said and, and try and, I guess, vet all the things that they've said in the past? Good. We uh, we definitely try to be very cautious about uh, whom we invite, but at the same time, for us, it is very important that uh, yeah, the part of the message we want to receive and we want to be conveyed during the conference is uh, is correct, and we cannot uh, we cannot vouch for every word or for every deed of uh, of any of our speakers. And here in this. Uh, in this special quote you gave, I agree this sounds very strange and very uh, offensive to, to our ears. But in a certain way, we, can, we have also to admit that uh, and know that many masters are teachers of spiritual life and we try to do it ourselves. We try to live this, this presence of God. Uh, we make it an effort in our spiritual life to have him all, always with us so that God can watch what we are doing and listen to what we say. Uh, we want him to know our thoughts and, and this presence of God, uh, the spiritual teachers tell us, helps us to, to get to the fear of God and uh, this fear to displease him, uh, or this fear to engage in sinful acts and, uh, and words and thoughts. Uh, 
But we also practice this presence of God because when he is in our life, uh, with him comes the grace and the light and the strength to, uh, to overcome temptation. And to me, this, is, uh, this was the intention that, uh, that Father Kilcawley wanted to convey to those he was speaking to. And it was, to me, in no way an invitation of Jesus to, uh, to witness or even worse, to, uh, to participate in sin. Definitely makes a lot more sense, Father. Thank you. Jim, anything you want to add on? No, I was going to share a story. I, I actually asked Father Kilcali at the conference about this quote since since several people had written to us about it. And he did say, you know, that was a talk he gave years ago. that he, It wasn't fresh in his mind. He didn't remember exactly what he said, so he didn't have an explanation handy. Um, but for those who interpreted it in the worst way possible, meaning uh, an actual invitation to uh, invite Jesus to observe impure things, if, if that were really Father Kilcali's intention— it would undercut the the entire uh, apostolate that he has in trying to help people avoid pornography and to uh, get out of uh, sinful addictions if they have them. To me, it doesn't even make it wouldn't make sense. It's not consonant with the whole spectrum of his work. So, we can admit that all of us maybe say some things that are not as clear as they could possibly be. Um, but uh, it seems to me the the charitable thing to do is always to interpret things in the best light possible and. To Father's point, um, there, there's an aspect uh, or, or a way to see his his commentary as just practicing the presence of God, because other otherwise he would be undermining uh, his whole apostolate, and I don't I don't see that as being uh, a, a reasonable explanation. And and that is a bit of a difficulty with anyone, <laughs> you know. If if you, for instance, Father made the horrible mistake of inviting me to come and speak at this conference. Uh, you know, you'd be able to find something that I had posted online that wasn't perfectly worded or said in the time in which we live where any any quote can be pulled up from four, five, eight years ago. I would say almost everyone has has made a comment or a quote that could be seen as difficult or controversial. Well, wanted to follow up with, yeah. uh, broadly speaking, how, how did the conference attendees um, see this talk and, and the, the conference as a whole? Have you had a chance to get feedback from people who attended the conference? Yes. And every year we invite uh, the attendees to give us their feedback on everything, on the speakers, the schedule, uh, even the meals. We, we try to improve a little bit every year. And so I was able to review last night and today the feedback that we got and almost universally people were were very happy with the whole – you have to keep in mind that I, I don't want to focus too much on Father Kilcali's talk because the sure. whole purpose of the conference was to help families in the modern world. Uh, it's not easy. There are a lot of unique challenges and Father alluded to this earlier. This year we tried to have a balance of some historical and theological talks with some very practical talks, practical talks on raising boys, raising women. Um, and Father Kilcali was part of that in the sense that the question of pornography is a question that no family can ignore. And we know that ignorance is not necessarily innocent. So the people who were there were very happy. They, they felt like he gave them some very good advice, some tools, some, some practical things they could do with their children, hopefully to prevent there ever being access or exposure to pornography. But if it has happened, and the statistics are a little shocking. And that was, I would say, part of the reason we addressed the topic, because uh, we want to make sure that parents aren't naive about the real danger that exists primarily online. And uh, this this is, again, why we're going to be putting Father Kilcali's talk online, especially not just, but especially for those who were concerned or were a little bit surprised we were having him speak. We're going to make it available for free 
to show why we invited him. And um, I would be surprised if people found anything in his talk that was uh, contrary to faith or morals, because uh, it was very much appreciated. And uh, hopefully this talk helps everyone, not just the people who are concerned. We hope that all the families that are raising children and that are in our circles, outside of our circles, listen to his talk and are helped by it. Yeah. In a sense, I'm a little bit disappointed that we, we had this conference and I would have liked to have uh, been able to spend a lot more time on on revisiting you know each of the speakers but it was important you know based on feedback that you know we had been getting previous to and and even after the conference about uh this one particular speaker father kilkali i, I kind of feel badly we're throwing him under the bus in in a sense when uh the, his topic was was so relevant and so important for so many of our faithful yes what i wanted to to mention and that was uh, most of the reactions i received from uh People present at the conference, they uh, they told me that they were very relieved that finally we opened the discussion on this uh, on this topic. We made it possible to uh, to the faithful to come for help, yeah. to reach out for help, and to make it possible to overcome a problem that is very much present in our modern world. Absolutely, it's a it's a problem both of addiction and you have the added uh, detriment of it being such a shameful thing that I assume that many of our faithful feel like they can't come and and speak to someone about it. But uh, I agree, Father. I, I appreciate uh, the side of Saint Pius the Tenth making this something that is able to be talked about, or one of our faithful can go to one of the priests and, and discuss this if this is a problem that they are having. Uh, so I appreciate that. Thank you. Well, with with that said, is there anything else that uh, that you'd like to touch on the conference that I haven't already brought up? You know, I could make a pitch for the audio in general, because again, uh, and Father Wagner jokes about this in his conclusion, most of the feedback we received uh, was along the lines of it being the best conference ever. And Father joked that they say that every year. But um, <laughs> there is a lot of good content. And uh, again, a variety of different angles, a variety of different perspectives, different speakers. I encourage uh, everyone, we'll have them available once we uh, get the audio mastered, both uh, by CD, digital download. You can buy individual talks or the whole set. Obviously, I would encourage you to buy the whole set. <laughs> There's a reason we revisited this topic. And, uh, and sure. Andrew, we may have touched on this last month when we did the podcast. But, you know, in 10 years, this, the, the issue of the family is the only issue we've tackled twice. And part of the reason we did that is because those are the topics people. That's another thing we ask our attendees. What topics would you like to hear about? And helping families is something that comes up almost every year. It's it's tough out there. Um, the priests know it. Those of us with families like you and me, Andrew, we we know it. And so uh, this was an attempt to, to give some advice to families and uh, even people at the conference who no longer are raising children, but maybe have children with families of their own and they have grandchildren. Even they were very happy and very encouraged by this. So that's what I would say. I, I don't want this all to be about uh, Father Kilkali as important right. as the talk is. Uh, there's, there's a wealth of information that we covered this past weekend. Certainly. Just to confirm what uh, what James said, many people came to me and uh, pretty much said it's it was a kind of a different and a new profile for the Angeles Press Conference. They always liked to come for the social aspect. They always came for their uh, yeah, for the conferences and to, to get the principles clear. But this time they said there was an, an, uh, a lot of practical advice where we could, uh, yeah, we could mark down our to-dos. We could uh, could put things in our bags. Now we take it home, and we can uh, put it in in practice. And that was what 
was what for many people made this conference so valuable and so precious. That's wonderful. Uh, looking ahead a little yeah. bit, uh, the Society of St. Pius X is celebrating its 50th anniversary next year. Is that the theme or the uh, main idea behind the conference for 2020, or is that still in production? So for the first time, uh, the theme for the next Andrews Press Conference was not announced at the end of the conference of this year. And uh, it's by purpose. We can and we might and we will talk about the 50th anniversary of the Society but also the very concerning events that uh, happen just uh, right now in the church might uh, oblige us to address uh, much more disastrous and much more actual uh, topics like the, the Synod in the Amazon, the situation of the church in Germany, the reform of the Curia, and perhaps take as a topic uh, the church and uh, the mystery of the church and, and help people understand how such things are possible when the church is divine and we see uh, the disaster and the demolition everywhere. Certainly, that's a, it's a sad but an important topic, just like what we were talking about earlier. Yes, we'll definitely stay tuned, Father, for the uh, and, and see what is going to be coming up next year. But I'm, I'm sure, you know, like all the past conferences, there will be uh, plenty for the faithful to learn and to discuss as we move forward. Well, thank you both for your time. I appreciate it. Congratulations on, a, on another successful conference. I know October is always a little bit stressful because of this, but the faithful definitely appreciate all the time and effort that, uh, that goes into this. So thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you very much, Andrew. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the SSPX podcast. If you would like to hear more of the SSPX podcast, just visit sspxpodcast.com. Also coming up next, one of the topics that was discussed during this interview, the talk given by Father Sean Kilcully called The Dangers Lurking Online. That will be coming up next in your podcast feed. And as always, if you are interested in supporting the work of the SSPX podcast, we will gratefully accept any donations that you are able to give on sspxpodcast.com. Until next time, thank you for listening and God bless you.